Hi friends and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I'm your host, Erica Pizzo. Thank you guys for hanging in there with me. Last week I was super sick and was not able to get a podcast out, but I am super excited about the topic today and I was wondering if you have ever thought to yourself, God, am I in the right place? Like, what am I doing here, and are you using this situation for good? I know I've wondered that a million times. I was thinking about a time a few years ago where I was sitting in the car with my mom. Tears filled my eyes, and I just sobbed at the thought of another failure in my life. I had wanted to be a YouTuber and do fashion videos. Yes, this was a very long time ago. (laughs) And after months and months of hard work, Nothing was happening and things were only going downhill. I remember crying to my mom and saying, I am just a failure. And there were other times, like when I was in college and I remember a professor sitting me down as I cried tears of being overwhelmed. And he said to me, maybe it's time for you to drop this class. And that was earth shattering at the time. And I asked God in these moments, Am I in the right place? God, are you using this? What is going on? Maybe you are in a similar place and you're wondering, what could God possibly be doing with my life circumstances and how do I figure out if I'm truly walking in his will? I know something I've always been afraid of is not walking in God's will and just walking in my own will, doing things my own way, what I want and not what he wants for my life. So I want to focus in on this and ask ourselves some really important questions. Um, And specifically, how do I know I am moving forward and walking in the will of God? The Bible story that came to my mind here was Esther. I love this story because it gives me so much courage. Here is an ordinary girl who was placed in an extraordinary position to save the entire Jewish race from murder and onslaught. And I thought it would be helpful for us today to take away some key lessons from this story and key points that will help us know if we are truly within the will of God in our lives. In the book of Esther, we see that once she is picked out of hundreds of other women to become queen, Esther finds out that the Jewish people are in trouble. There is a decree put out which is manipulated by the king's right-hand man, and this decree is basically going to kill all the Jewish people and put them to death, including Esther herself. When Esther first heard the news, it says in chapter 4, verse 5, or verse 4, sorry, so Esther's maids and the eunuchs came and told her, and the queen was deeply distressed. Think about this. Not only was Esther placed into an entirely new environment, where she probably missed her family and her friends, But here she was facing all of them being killed at the hands of the king, the king she was married to. That's crazy, right? But what I notice here is how it says she was deeply distressed. You see, when God calls you to to do something, when he starts laying that calling on your heart, he is first going to break your heart over what breaks his heart. Esther's heart was broken for her people. So as you navigate your calling and what God has for you, ask yourself, what has God broken my heart over? What is something that hits me deeply whenever I hear about it? What do I pray about often? How do I struggle 
And how do I see others struggle in the same way? And what in this world hurts me the most? God will break your heart in the process of identifying your calling. As you grow to become like him and to understand his heart, it's natural that your heart would break over what breaks his. Continuing on in our story with Esther, we see that she talks back and forth with her cousin Mordecai, and Mordecai is reasoning with her. First, she says to him, there's absolutely no way I can go see the king. If anyone goes in front of the king, they are immediately put to death. And this is true, right? And here is Mordecai's response in verse 13. He says, Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent in this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And we've all heard that beautiful last verse, right? For such a time as this. It's really inspiring, isn't it? To think that God ordained and orchestrated Esther's entire life for this one moment to happen right here, right now. What I took away from this and what you can begin to think about here is that God will present the opportunity in front of you. He will hold it out to you. And it's up to you to take it or not. God will give you chances to be brave. He will give you chances to step out, to walk into your calling. He will give you those chances, but he's a gentleman. He won't force you to do it. He will wait for you to take the step yourself, to grab hold of it yourself. I love the way Mordecai points out God's sovereignty here. Like God will absolutely deliver the Jews, whether you do this or not. Mordecai's faith is there, but he's also encouraging Esther that she could be the one to do this with God. If she has the will to step forward and to step out in faith, she can be the partner that God uses in his great plan. So as you're asking yourself, God, am I in the right place? Ask one, has God confirmed this is where I'm supposed to be? This can happen through friends, mentors, and other believers. They can confirm that you are in the right place, that you are using your gifts. And two, has God placed opportunities for me here? Or has he not? And if he hasn't, that doesn't mean that he's not using you here, but it could mean that he's asking you to move somewhere else, to change, and to open your heart to the potential of his will in a new and different situation. Complacency is not healthy for our walk with the Lord. Complacency will get us into trouble. There's a difference between being complacent and enjoying comfort above all else versus waiting on God. We need to be uncomfortable to be able to truly exercise and flex our spiritual muscles. When is the last time you were uncomfortable? Where you really got out of your comfort zone for God? Where you didn't know the ending, but you stepped forward in faith anyway? If we are walking in God's calling, there will be moments like that. If we are sitting in complacency, we won't have very many uncomfortable moments. The last thing I want to point out here is that wherever we go, if we walk by faith, we are on holy ground. If Jesus is in our presence as we step into this, we are on holy ground. In chapter 5, Esther has fasted and prayed with her people, and now she bravely goes before the king. God is with her. In chapter 5, verse 2, it says, So it was when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court that she found favor in his sight. 
and the king held out Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther went near and touched the top of the scepter. This was essentially like, you're not going to die. <laughs> like, I, I approve her coming in. She is not going to die right this second. You can imagine how she must have been shaking, right? Just nervous in that moment. Um, but God was right there with her. She was on holy ground. As you take the time to discern and to pray and to pay attention to the opportunities that God is placing in front of you, there will come a time to act. There will be a defining moment or moments where God says, let's move. It is time to move. And in that moment, if you have worked diligently to build those spiritual muscles, you will be ready to step forward in faith and it will be your time to step into your calling. You know, I look back at that moment where I was crying to my mom in the car and saying, I'm such a failure. And I smile because in that season, God taught me how to make YouTube videos. He taught me how to learn to speak to an online audience. He taught me the technical ins and outs of creating content on the internet. I mean, these are all incredible skills to have in what I do today on social media and with Temple Care. And I can see how God had his hand in it all along, even though I couldn't see it at the time. He was molding me and shaping me to become who he was preparing me to be. And yes, it had nothing to do with fashion, <laughs> but he used those places in my life to grow me into a place of ministry. And friend, I want to encourage you, whatever hard trial you are in the middle of right now, it is preparation. God is preparing you and building and flexing your spiritual muscles. So when the day comes to step forward like Esther, you are ready. You are ready to act. Remember that this preparation phase is often done in private. It's not before some big audience. The quiet places where God breaks your heart over things, where God encourages you through a sister in Christ, where God asks you to give something up that's hard, those are all preparations for the future of your calling. I want to leave you with Isaiah 40:31. This was on my college letterman's jacket for track, um, another phase where God was preparing me for leadership and conviction. And here it is. It says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I love that reminder to wait on the Lord. You know who waited well? Esther. She waited for the perfect time to go before the king. She waited for the perfect moment after two banquets, two feasts, to present her request to the king. And she waited on God to save her people. So let's wait well, friends. And when is our time to step forward in courage? Let's be ready with those spiritual muscles that we've built. Let me pray for us, friends. Lord, I am grateful for the way that you have called me into temple care and the way you are placing a calling on the heart of the listener who is listening to this podcast. I praise you for that calling, the way you orchestrate our lives so beautifully to come to a defining moment, defining moments where we are used by you and how fulfilling and how good that feels to walk in your will. Lord, I pray that whoever is listening on the end of this, Lord, that that sweet person would understand that it is going to take personal development and holiness to get to a point of stepping into their calling and they can wait well with you. And then when it is time to act, 
they can step forward in faith because you will call them to act. Lord, I praise you for just that you are a God who plans things. You are a planner, and I love your plans because they're always so much better than what we could imagine. And I'm so grateful for you, Lord. I pray that um, you would bless the sweet ones who are listening today. In your name, amen. That's it for today, friends. Um, I am going to put the link for the membership site below. And this month in the membership, I'm going through anxiety and depression in the Bible. And a lot of these passages were what carried me through some really hard times and what made me see God in a whole different way. Right now I'm talking about Elijah, and I just love those verses um, where he's in the wilderness and he's saying, God, I want to give up. Um, but God sends an angel to care for his needs. So if you are someone that has anxiety or depression, or you just want to go a little deeper and see it in the Bible and see um, how God has talked about it, please join my membership. Over this month and probably next month, I'm going to be going through all those verses, and I'm just so grateful because I know that they have been pivotal to my faith. Um, so I will put the link for that below, and I will see you next time, friends.